What up, y'all? I'm JT, Chef Tickles, the Alaskan Sniper. I'm here with your boy, Chris Easy, Deuces Minus One, and Chris Evans. What up, what up? We're joined here with our man, Big Daddy, the boy himself, Raf Sani. What it do, baby? DB, the assassin, Sharp Knuckles. How's it going? And let's get into it. This is Hoop Session. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Hoop Session, episode 14. This is our New Year's Eve show. Fred's looking cozy, looking for the ball to drop pretty quick, it looks like. Um, we're going to go through quite a bit of things today, actually. We, we've uh, been off for a couple of days. A lot of basketball has been happening, so we're just going to kind of quick fire, go through some stuff, obviously recap on the biggest games, uh, storylines and matchups kind of thing. Uh, we're going to do a uh, start bench cut um, and discuss that, and then we're going to hopefully jump into a little bit of trivia at the end of the show as well, and uh, I'll see where these boys stand. So, uh, first and foremost, um, Faraz, why don't you take us through your reaction when you saw DeMar's uh, post or dunk on Montrez Harrell the other night? <laughs> uh, that, very nice, man. That was an old, yeah. old uh, Brought me back to the old Toronto days uh, where he used to do that on almost a nightly basis. Um, seems like people have forgotten just because he doesn't like do it too, 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 too much anymore. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, respect to Montrez for still trying to go, go for that block. Uh, you, you have to, but so that's just what happens. You get caught sometimes, man. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Trez got blocked on the other side and then ran back down and got closer. It was a bad 12 seconds. <laughs> I know. Ago. It was a bad <laughs> sequence, man. Poor guy. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, DB, but, I mean, you see that one? Yeah, I'm, I did. That that kind of should happen to hustle players, though, right? I mean, yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get put on some posters, and he's he's gonna put some people on some posters as well, though, right? It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah. it looked like Demar fumbled it as well. It didn't look like he was gonna go all the way, and then all of a sudden he's up. I'm like, holy! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he brought it up the court and kind of lost it. You're right. Yeah, exactly. And then like. When he looked back for it, like all the help kind of went to the corners and just, and then he grabbed it and he's like, okay, he took one step and just <laughs> fucking banged it on him. That was dirty. Um, did, did these guys forget that I'm DeMar DeRozan? Like, did they yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, yo, Rob, come on, man, make a deal, please. This is what they'll do for you guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. And then you guys see that uh, James Johnson and the Martin twin altercation. Man, those boys don't know about James Johnson, though, DB. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I, I saw it in your notes. I didn't actually catch that. So, yeah, yeah, okay. fill me in on that, man, because I, I know that that's like one guy in the NBA probably that knows how to scrap. Like, yeah. Like one dude you probably don't want to be messing around with. 100%. Chris Fraz, did you guys see it? I saw uh, it, but I didn't really, like, pay attention to it. Like, the cameras, were cut, cameras cut away a bit, right? Mm. So... No punches were thrown, right? No, no, no. it was just it was just a nose to nose thing. What I saw, like, yeah, say what you said, Chris, like the camera kind of cut away. So, what I saw was like, honestly, Luca was bringing up the ball, and like on the far side of the court, like James Johnson just like kind of gave a forearm to the Martin twin, yeah. like on the three point line. And then the kid just kind of stood there, and then James Johnson like got in his face, and they just went like <laughs> nose to nose. And then Boban came in and just hugged him and stuff, but. I don't know. I don't think unprovoked, like twelve-year veteran James Johnson is going to just start some shit. The kid was probably talking something. Yeah, yeah. Or there was a dirty play, and he was just letting them know, like, don't fuck around. Like, that's yeah, what it was. yeah. yeah. I, and what I liked is like James Johnson never even the slightest like raised his hands. He's like not worried or phased by this kid <laughs> at all. They're in his pockets if that was somehow possible. <laughs> 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 oh. 
All right. So, Chris, I want to hear your take first on this because DB and Frost kind of discussed it a little bit already. So we're going to do start, bench, cut. Um, you can, I guess, maybe put this onto your Celtics team currently if you want. Uh, Tim Duncan, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley. You got to cut one, you're starting one, and you're benching one. And, and, start you know, before we do this real quick, is it, is it yeah. real, real quick, are we talking about prime? Or are yes. we talking about like longevity as well, like total career? Like this guy, gets, um, you, you, you get him from his like rookie year and you're building. You, like, what no, you get, you get any of these guys like in their prime and you're adding it to like your team this year. Okay. That'll make it more fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go ooh, cut Charles Barkley. <laughs> and then I want to say start Duncan bench Carl Malone. Yeah. I think that'd be a good one just because Duncan yeah. has that championship pedigree that you need so <laughs> yeah and Celtics are desperate for a big right now so always desperate for a big Fraz where did you go with this one let's say uh you what what team do you want Miami I guess sure yeah what would you go with Fraz what would you go with with three players yeah from the um, three players cut yeah cut bench start the same three. I'd keep it the same order as Chris. Yeah. I think that's the I, I had a little dilemma of maybe starting Carl Malone ahead of Duncan. But I I think I gotta go with Duncan as the starter. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. I think that's just I, yeah, it's it, it's just it's Prime Duncan, I think, is better than Prime Malone, no? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. It's Arguably, tough, but yeah. yeah. Right. I, I think so. I, I I think it has to be. I, I think if, if I'm going to go with what I actually think, I would go with the same thing that you guys basically just said there. But yeah. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. And I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to cut Carl Malone just because of who he is off the court. I'm not a big fan of him. So I'm going to cut him for that reason. Then I'm going to bring Charles Barkley off the bench just for that extra you – know, you know when he was like in his prime prime and he had that bounce and he could bring the ball up the court too and all mm -hmm. that? Yeah, to bring him off for some energy yeah. and yeah, at least switch it up a little bit. But yeah, I, I was going to think the same way, DB. Actually, because I was, I'm just not a huge fan of Carl Malone. So I was thinking, obviously, to implant into the Lakers this year. So obviously, they're big already. So I would cut Carl Malone as well. But I would start Barkley at the three and go Barkley, Braun, AD, and then you know bring Timmy <laughs> off the bench for some size when AD <laughs> takes a rest. <laughs> that's that's oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah, that seems already unfair. So we can't. By now, when we play this game, you can't play it with LA man. You got to play. It with yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like two K. <laughs> oh, good shit, man. Uh, so yeah, we'll try to do one of those every episode. That was fun. Um, yeah. Yo, I got a quick one. Gil Gilbert yeah. or T Mac? Just straight out front. Just put them on your yeah. team. Yeah, put them on your team right now. One of those two. T Mac Gilbert. or me. Take Gilbert in those that two and a half years that he had. Hibachi, mm. <laughs> man, Hibachi. <laughs> yeah, I would take I would take T Mac in that thirteen seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's dope. <laughs> that that prime, that's prime, right? That's an yeah. absolute prime right there. <laughs> it's unbelievable, still, man. I think I still think it's fake to this day. I think it was made up. <laughs> <laughs> 
good shit. Yeah, the cameras were like kind of questionable back then, right? It's like, yeah. I don't know. Did it happen? <laughs> Apparently, some dude dropped a hundred in a game. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good I shit. <laughs> um, so some major headlines just from some of the games here that we can jump into. Uh, one of the, the biggest ones that stood out to me was Brooklyn and Atlanta. Uh, two teams that, like, obviously, I think a lot of people are super excited to watch this year. Added a lot um, and with KD and, and uh, uh, coming back from injury. So this ended up being, uh, Chris, I think you said it in the group, an all-star game or somebody said that in the group. It was 145 to 141. Brooklyn ended up coming coming up with the win. So, um, you know, what I noticed from that game was, was Trey Young kind of stepping up into that, like, primetime player where he's got a lot of eyes on him now and he's he's drawing those Chris Paul fouls and he's starting to get like a lot of flack in the from the rest of the league so who knows as he kind of emerges into like an actual all-star if he's going to keep getting away with those kind of calls or or if it's going to try to kind of actually hinder his growth but the, the, the cool overall thing from this game was just like both teams agreeing hey okay nobody let's play defense nobody's playing defense Let's just go out and get buckets. So let's see what happens. So, DB, did you watch this game? Yeah, I actually watched yeah. this game. This, uh, I mean, it, it is what it is. If you want to get into a like a shootout with KD and Kyrie, go for it. Yeah. It's not too well for you, man. That's not. That's, I don't think that's the way to beat the Nets. No. I think uh, I think that's not the right strategy. But I guess that's the only strategy the uh, <laughs> Atlanta really has there, right? Mm-hmm. But. Man, that was that was a fun game to watch as a fan. I mean, it was it was a little bit more structured than All Star game, right? There was a little yeah. bit more defense, so it was still. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that was the Chris, game you, I was looking forward yeah. to the most, man. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah, this was I was looking forward to this game for a couple of days because this is what I thought yeah. it would be. I didn't expect maybe like this little defense, but I was expecting like a shootout. I was expecting like there to be yeah. high scoring. I thought it would be close. Uh, I think Atlanta's going to surprise a lot of people this year. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. Um, it'll be, it'll be good. It'll be, yeah, it'll be exciting to see what's ahead of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially uh, Chris, just before you go, especially for me, because it, you know, it's still like under 10 games into the season. It's probably like their third or fourth game. Right. So once they actually get rolling, let's see this Atlanta team in like February or something like that would be really, really dope if they're still rolling plus something i heard that was interesting too is like you know at the end of the game when Kyrie's cooking for them to also be able to have uh eventually chris dunn to throw out there like hey go guard that point guard that might have been enough to just kind of save them the four points here and there to get a win right he's not healthy right now rondo's aging and obviously trey young doesn't give you any defense at all so you know that could be a, a little little tiny chip that they have in their pocket come playoff time chris did you watch it I watched it here and there. I had it on TV, but wasn't really paying too much attention. Um, but every time it seemed I looked up at the TV, Trey was throwing his body into somebody trying to catch or catch a foul. And it really, like, it was a great, it was a great game. Like watching all the highlights, it looked like a fun game to watch through and through. It's just, that's going to, I think that's going to turn me off of watching Atlanta if Trey continues to do that. It's not fun basketball to watch somebody dribble up and then try to go off the screen, but then jump into somebody to get a foul on a three-pointer and just throw up a garbage mm-hmm. shot. So right. I think that's going to be the only hindrance of me, like really giving this Atlanta team some respect if Trey Young does keep doing that. Like he's a great player, don't get me wrong, but I understand you're really sm- you're a smaller player and you have to get your 
buckets how you get your buckets, but it's just hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like Harden asked a couple of years ago or Lowry, exactly, yeah. you know, same kind of shit. Right. Um, did any of you guys, nailed it. yeah. <laughs> did any of you guys happen to watch like on the Hawks broadcast or did you guys like, how did you guys watch it? Like with Vince Carter? I don't Carter? remember. No, I was watching the uh, Brooklyn block. You were watching the Brooklyn yeah. broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I caught it for a second. It was, it was really dope. Like Vince Carter was nice. Uh, He's almost like uh, I heard him compare to he's like the Tony Romo of like the NBA now because <laughs> <laughs> he played last year. Right. So uh, yeah. there was I heard this uh, credit to the No Dunks podcast. I heard this this morning, but they were saying there was a moment in the game where uh, John Collins like did up and under and like a little lefty floater in the lane. And Vince was like, oh, man, I taught him that. That's so dope. Like I taught him that shit last year. I was like, that's so dope. Like he's confident to try it now. So I don't know. I thought that was a cool piece from like Atlanta. Um, it's cool listening to other teams broadcast, say eh? just like out of the blue at a random game. Be like, oh, might as well listen to this one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, for real. But for me, what it shows is like I always thought, like growing up, we we get a lot of uh, Toronto Raptors coverage here, and I've always hated how like biased it is towards obviously Toronto and the way they talk about everything. It's just it's so skewed. But when you watch other broadcasts, <laughs> you notice it's pretty much the same everywhere right every single team they're always always if not worse one side it's not even i don't know man toronto's pretty bad with it to be honest because we only have the one team we're the way so did you see what chicago put up about golden state oh from clay to bricks (laughs) yeah replacing clay with bricks and put up a picture of Ubre and and wiggins like imagine raptors did that (laughs) creative (laughs) yeah yeah, it's uh, that's pretty excessive, but, but yeah. pretty funny at the same time. <laughs> oh, it's definitely funny. It's definitely funny, uh, especially because it's Andrew Wiggins, and we love ragging yeah. on him. Um, but same kind of thing I was saying last time, where like KD's still kind of in third gear. I think he didn't have like a super efficient night, and if he, you know, if he's giving you his normal output of like 33, 34 points, you know, then it's an easier win for Brooklyn and. It was this high-scoring game. They just kind of played played with the flow, and when it came down to it, like KD got like three, four buckets in a row, and the game was over, right? So K- Kyrie, KD, they both played well, but just not super efficient. Um, but from both teams, I'm seeing like the vets are just bought into that system, right? Chris, you were kind of saying that their playing style might hinder you from watching, but yeah, if that's if that's the playing style that they're choosing to do, it seems like the team's bought in. Like I, th- I would have thought Bogey would would start for sure. And he's coming off the bench to uh, DeAndre Hunter. And then, like, even Gallinari's coming off the bench. Rondo's coming off the bench. Um, so they kind of are prioritizing their young guys at the same time just for that balance. Obviously, it didn't put on, be uh, put on. You got Capella, Capella coming off the bench, too, no? Or is he starting? No, no, he's, he's Capella's the he's starting, starting five with Collins. Okay. And then, yeah. And then, so, you know, Collins is kind of like your third option when uh, Trey Young and Capella are out there. And then when Capella goes to the bench, Colin slides over to uh, center and then Gally, Gallo comes in. So it's like a nice team. It looks good. They, they're just going to have to get some stops eventually, right? I don't know what what they're going to be able to do to try to hide Trey Young um, on defense. Yeah, but. Yo, JT, do you think Gallo yep. is going to actually play this year? Like, right? I keep, I keep You're getting rocked, this, right? I, I, I keep thinking about this guy. Every like I've drafted this guy probably like – I don't know, three years in a row. And yeah. every single time you think this, he's, he's so, his potential is so good. Mm-hmm. Like he can, yeah. he can make that team into like 
an actual somewhat of a contender in the East. Yeah, yeah, that if, next if he's year. Playing consistently. Yeah, but yeah, is he gonna play? Exactly. Like, exactly. Like so, man. <laughs> he had something else. Yeah, recently. <laughs> What is it this time? I think it's ankle or some, something. Yeah, but he's one of those guys, yeah, he's always freaking injured. You can't really rely on him. And maybe that's why they've kind of bring him off the bench. So, like, hey, if he does go down, at least it's not like we're fucked. Our whole system's fucked. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be a weird way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody else on this game before we jump over? No. There's one sick play in this game, to be honest with you, where it just – it was amazing, man. Just watching KD cross up that um, – Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter, man. Yeah. <laughs> played unbelievable D. He was yeah. in his grill the whole way through, man. Just a nice behind the back crossover, bring it back. And yeah. just with him in his grill, it's just easy. And then, yeah. Watching that play made it just I me mean, realize, man, it's just he's, he's on a different level. Yeah. It was so level. smooth. I can picture it so smooth. The funny thing is, he, uh, when we were talking about tomorrow, I think he kind of lost the ball a little bit there, too. He kind of put it from left to right behind his back and then just pulled the back. Yeah. Oh, man. And then he hit another dirty, just like step into it, like right in that kid's face again on the other side of the three. Yeah. yeah. Disgusting. That's got to be discouraging a little bit, man. You're playing like you're playing absolutely perfect defense. Yeah. Like on almost any other guy in the league, that's going to that's gonna be yeah. something to disrupt the shot. But he's, yeah. he's like nine feet in the air when he's releasing that ball. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And it's not even like he gets it in. It's like a swish, too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so jumping over Boston, Memphis. Uh, this one stood out to me, obviously, from Jalen Brown's performance. Dropped 42 points. Um, obviously, a career high. Uh, but what was cool with that is he only played 29 minutes. So, Chris, um, you get honors on the Boston uh, love. So, <laughs> take us through this one. Memphis, no jaw. Sorry, uh, Boston won 126 to 107. That was one of the games where it just felt effortless from Jalen. Like every shot, he was seven for 10 from three, I believe. Every shot seemed like it was a stroke. It was easy. Um, just playing in the whole system. Like I don't think Tristan Thompson didn't play that game. So it was just free reigns for the offense, really. Like no jaw obviously makes it much easier to beat Memphis. So mm-hmm. I was very happy we didn't blow that third quarter lead. We Like we've blown a third quarter lead every single game, third or yeah. fourth quarter lead. So that was very convincing, like that we're taking a step forward. But for me, the real like player of that game is Peyton Pritchett, the rookie that we drafted at 26. Um, little small um, shooting guard out of what, what's it called, Oregon. Um, he's basically Jason Tatum gave him the nickname Eight Mile, aka P Rabbit. <laughs> but this guy is performing. He's eight or ninth in, among rookies for points per game, averaging eight points, and he's playing 22 minutes. So for somebody at the bottom of the first round coming straight into a team that's quite, quite heavy in like scoring with Tatum and Brown, mm-hmm. like that's quite cool to see. Um, he'll probably get some burn when Kemba comes back in the rotation too. So I yeah. think. It was a positive game and with Jalen Brown getting his confidence back with the 42 points, but I think the real, like, not real MVP, obviously, but real, like, storyline for the Celtics right now is the play of Peyton Pritchett just coming off the bench and giving that spark, giving that defensive spark, not being scared. He's four-year senior, so he played four years mm-hmm. at college, but he looks right. like he's not scared. He looks like a vet out there, so it's quite, quite fun to see and quite fun to see going forward. Oh, yeah, cool. I didn't see that storyline, but... Um... Yeah, 
for Jalen Brown, definitely looked effortless. I think he just kind of walked into like dribbled up into like three threes, just super smooth. DB, did you watch this one? I actually didn't get a chance to catch that one. No, yeah. I, I saw highlights, and yeah. yeah, I mean, it was basically the whole, all the highlights yeah. were Jalen Brown, and yeah, he, he looks he looks good, man. He looks a lot better than I thought. I I was kind of a hater on Jalen Brown if you remember like yeah. a few years ago. I didn't think he was going to develop into – I thought he was an athlete, but I didn't think he was going to develop into an actual, like, scorer. Mm-hmm. And uh, his, his stroke is looking a lot smoother now. Oh, yeah. A lot smoother. Yeah, much smoother. For as yeah. I, I've heard some comparisons that he's the new Jimmy Butler. What do you think about that? No, I don't know. That's tough. Um, I think we'll need a couple more years to kind of uh, see what, what he can do because maybe – Skill-wise, ability-wise, he's getting there. But as a, as a leader, as the type of player he is, I, I don't think he's proven that yet. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I can't see that. I can't see that at all. Like, as him like, maybe leading a team. What's Jimmy up? with a shot, though. Jimmy doesn't have the shot Jalen has, I think. Mm-hmm. J- Jalen's shot is a little bit better. Yeah. But yeah a little smoother, yeah. Yeah, it's that, uh, that other element that Jimmy brings. I don't think Jalen has. I think he'll get it, though. That's he's getting point. there. He could, and it, it depends on what team he ends up with, playing long term mm-hmm. as well. It's it's kind of hard for him to become the Jimmy of the team, which is like a, a leader, kind of an outspoken guy, an alpha male kind of dude. Yeah. When he has when he has Tatum on his team as well, right? Because it's gonna yeah. realistically, it's gonna be Tatum's team. Um, yeah. You just can't. There's no there's no way around it. It's gonna be yeah. Tatum's team, and it's gonna be smart as that like vocal like catalyst mm-hmm. kind of guy. So he's kind of stuck yeah. in the middle there. Nice point. Yeah, even Kemba, you know, he's a seasoned vet. He's an all-star, all-NBA type player. Um, that kind of segues me into that. So you, if that that kind of uh, makes me seem like you think JB might be getting traded. So, Chris, I, I know your answer to this, obviously. But <laughs> would you trade, would you trade like JB and something, maybe Marcus Smart for James Harden right now? DB? So I – okay. Even I wouldn't right now unless I could lock up James Harden, right? Obviously, if I could lock him up to a multi-year deal, then yes, I would do it because he's a trading chip regardless. And if it doesn't work out, you you know, two years and try and get out with him, you could always get rid of him for another three years and you could get something back, right? right. But I don't think I would do it either way. I'm going to agree yeah. with Chris, I think. I don't think Chris would do it either. Uh, <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it really meshes with, with what that franchise is kind of mm-hmm. going with. Uh, just in general, the culture of that franchise isn't that they don't need a Harden right now. They need mm-hmm. um, maybe a, a big man, like a, mm-hmm. a nice big piece that's gonna not have the ball love. too much. But I mean, Kevin Love with like Kevin Love like five years ago would be yes. really really nice on that team. <laughs> like, well, they need some rim be... protection as well, right? Yeah, they need rim protection with that big. And yeah, I mean, who who would that be though? Like in in today's league, right? Like where AD they provide that <laughs> rim protection. So, who? AD. I mean, uh, more, more realistic. Like, <laughs> yeah. a like an Andre Drummond. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Embiid. Oh, why not Embiid? Well, Embiid's kind of unrealistic. How are they going to get him? Mark Marcus Smart and uh, Jalen Brown for Embiid and something. Person Edwards Embiid. straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't see that happening, guys. I, I don't, I don't think Carson Edwards is that deal, man. <laughs> yeah, Carson Edwards, straight up. Um, okay, so so let's continue to look at this kind of like Harden uh, as the focal point. Like, so if you are the Rockets and you're fixed on trying to get rid of Harden, 
who would you rather get back? Would you rather get back Ben Simmons or would you rather get back Jalen Brown and a piece based on how well he's playing right now? Ben Simmons. I'd say Jalen Brown. You have John Wall. <laughs> you have. Because <laughs> uh, you have you do have John Wall, but do you have John Wall as in like you want to keep him forever kind of thing, or do you want to mm-hmm. showcase him for a year, show show that he could play? Mm-hmm. That injury didn't affect them, hopefully, mm-hmm. and then trade him off, get some more pieces, get some young guys surround maybe yeah. maybe someone like a Simmons with some more pieces, right? So you yeah, could always yeah. go that route as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I I think right now Simmons is the better piece, but potential wise. Having Jalen Brown and another like who's the other piece? That you, like, are we still going with Smart? It could be Smart or I don't know what else would make sense, Chris. I don't know. Uh, not T. Yeah, it would have to be Smart. I can't think yeah. of anybody else with any value really towards any trades. Yeah. yeah, and the money as well has to kind of match as well. Smart makes a decent amount. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. tough, man. I think I think I think Simmons is still the better player. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I think he has the, the higher star power as well. So he, yeah. he'll demand more pieces if they want to trade him off later as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, good point. Um, I, I would definitely agree. I'd rather have Simmons and then maybe you can work something with John Wall. But these are all obviously what ifs and something like that. So um, JB looked great. Obviously Memphis, not too much. Uh, they stuck around a little bit. Like I said, they lost 126-107. Anybody else on this one before we move on? Memphis is a, a lot of trouble without Jaw, I think. Yeah, they're just going to go on a losing streak. It's going to be – Well, yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr. is still out as well. I exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's big, right? That's two of their – That's their Two starters. That's, that's their big two, yeah. 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 Yeah, Valanciunas, Dylan Brooks now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the next kind of set of games that stood out to me were these back-to-backs, and we can talk about this back-to-back schedule that's kind of been happening in the league uh, if you guys want, but – it was the Miami and Milwaukee kind of little series there. Two games, and, and it's kind of hard to differentiate the games. So the first game was just realistically a Milwaukee blowout. They just absolutely shot on them. Uh, Jimmy wasn't playing, um, but they just seemed to have everything. Giannis had a triple-double. Um, his stat line wasn't too massive because he was, you know, obviously didn't need to be out there in the fourth. But the next day, still no Jimmy. Fucking same old bucks, like, like I've been saying. You know, I don't want to keep saying this, so it's still Giannis doesn't have enough. Giannis can't do enough. Um, in the first game, it was a blow because they they made a career-high NBA record of, of threes, <laughs> 29 threes in a game, which is insane, but zero from Giannis. So, Farad, did you watch this game, or did you uh, – you got anything on this game? I mean, I, I'm glad that Miami was able to turn it around from that embarrassing loss that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, like again, you said you said they hit twenty nine threes. I mean, those games happen where one team just doesn't seem like they're missing. Yeah, and another like pretty good team ends up getting blown out because of it. I mean, I, like I knew it wasn't something to make a big deal out of. Uh, I'm glad that Miami is a, is able to pull through uh, without their main guy. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I I hate admitting it, but I kind of like Boston now. Miami is kind of in those games without Jimmy, they kind of remind me of how Boston used to pull through when Kyrie didn't play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Where they still seem to kind of mesh together and they seem to kind of get into that extra gear they need to kind of pull through a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that's what I'm liking from him. Um, I just hope Jimmy comes back soon. He doesn't stay out too much uh, mm-hmm. because they're going to need him, man. Yeah. Well, I have him in fantasy. So he went from like out to game time decision before the second game. And then mm-hmm. he got ruled out like right before. So I don't know. Maybe it's just like a travel thing. And if he missed one more and- game, he'd get a few extra days or something. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know. And yeah. honestly, same as you, I don't know what's going on with, with Milwaukee, man. Like it's like yeah. they're <laughs> they're a great team, and Giannis mm-hmm. is like an unbelievable player. But it's like mm-hmm. one one day they show excellence, and the next it's like mm-hmm. what the hell's going on? Like yeah, not honestly, it, yeah, it kind of reminds me of like AD. Honestly, like I don't I don't truly think AD is like a one A type player, right? Like I don't think Giannis is a one A type player. Like Giannis can be your two like your 1b type player like if you have a brawn or something like that so foreshadowing this takes me into my um new year's resolution but um it just seems like it's not enough like drew holiday kind of made a point in the first game like nailing a bunch of threes but yeah i have i have very little confidence for milwaukee this year db oof yeah i don't know man uh i I don't have much confidence in them either but yeah. To your point of the A1 uh, or like A2 type players, like you were saying, mm-hmm. I don't think Giannis can be an A1. I think AD mm-hmm. maybe can be an A1 with like a A2 plus type player. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like a guy that's just maybe just below him, but you know. Like, like AD Mark. and Paul George or something. Yeah. I mean, maybe not Paul George right now. That's a horrible example because they, okay. they got blown up by 51. So let's not talk about that. That guy and his leadership abilities or his ability yeah. to even win any kind of championship ever, ever. Yeah. I don't know, man. I love the guy, but I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, that's, I guess that's we got some more on that. We got some more. No, no, no. keep rolling with him, man. I like the energy. Keep yeah, rolling. man. So I don't Clippers. understand that. So, so we all watched. We all obviously, obviously didn't watch and tuned out, but we started to watch <laughs> that game, all of us, yeah. and, and realized that for whatever reason, uh, the Dallas Mavericks are either the greatest team of all time period ever or or Kawhi Leonard is honestly as good as everyone says he is they need Kawhi Leonard on the court because Kawhi Leonard steps off and they lose by 51 how, how does that happen yeah. I, I, I'm genuinely still confused I honestly don't understand how a team with that much talent that deep of a bench like they say on paper one of the best teams loses by 51 yeah oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't get it. You don't see wins that big, right? Usually it's like mid to high 20s, even 30. The benches come in and kind of play even for the rest of the game, something like that, right? But I don't remember the last time. uh, I don't remember the last time a team scored under 30 at the half. And it was a 50 point point lead already. Yeah. (laughs) Reminded me of Canadian high school basketball. They just quite crazy. score enough to actually get to a 50-point lead. Sorry, Chris, go ahead. It's quite crazy to me with the Mavs-Clippers game that the Mavericks were up 50 at half, and then the second half, usually you'll expect the Mavs to chill a little bit and then the Clippers to, like, try not to be completely embarrassed, but they still lost by 50. Yeah. They yeah. And it was ha- Usually halftime scores 50, oh, my God, a big blowout, and then they, the bench players cut it to 30, and it's a 30-point mm-hmm. blowout but it was still 50 points at the end of the game, which was absolutely embarrassing for the Clippers, the whole organization in general. <laughs> That's fair, man. That's fair. Dude, I, I would have called Kawhi and suited him up at halftime, man. I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, get out, get out there, man. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> was that the game he got injured? No. The game before he got injured. Yeah. Got, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Abaka came in, did his usual, you know, elbowing of his own teammate. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man. Uh, that, that, but, but seriously, that doesn't like, – usually my biggest takeaway every season is it's the regular season, it's the beginning of the season, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. 30-point yeah. lead, 40-point lead, whatever it may be. It is what it is. But that game is embarrassing on so many levels. For Paul George as a man, I think that should be – that should hit home a little bit because he's been taking so much criticism yes. for not being a leader, for not being like a huge star. And then the day that Kawhi sits out, you let your team lose by 51. Yeah. You know The, the first day Kawhi day. sits out too. It's not like Kawhi sat out before this season. It's the first day he sat out this season. One. <laughs> One game, and that happened. Doesn't look good. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But like you said, it's just one game. So hopefully by the end of the year, they can kind of get it together. And because uh, I'm sure they'll be on national TV a lot, but yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Maybe they trade for James Harden. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so guys, let's get into a little bit of trivia here. Um, just going to rapid do some kind of rapid uh, questions that shouldn't take you too, too long to figure out, but hopefully um, – can create a little discussion and maybe uh, if you want to, you can help the person, you know, you, you guys can help each other out, but uh, I would like to kind of create some sort of like scoring system and maybe at the end of every month, like uh, whoever's winning gets something or maybe whoever's losing has to do something. So I don't know. I like uh, that. Maybe, maybe keep that in mind if you guys are deciding to help each other out. So I got a couple questions each. Um, so the first one is for Chris here. So, which oh. <laughs> which of the uh, which of the following players was not drafted in the top five? Okay, mm-hmm. Jabari Parker, Nerlens Noel, Brandon Jennings, Tyreek Evans. What was the first you can, one you said? Jabari Parker, Nerlens Noel, Brandon Jennings, Tyreek Evans. Top five? Top five. I want to say it's Jabari Parker. Oh, no, no. Jabari Parker went second, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tyreek? Jabari was Tyreek? I think I know this. Yeah. Is it Tyreek? Is that what you want? You you want to go with that, Chris? I want to go with Tyreek. Tyreek? Okay. Tyreek was the. Not Nolan. Nolan's was high, too. Yeah. Yeah. Nolan's, you're right. Your Lorraine Jerlands was number three to Philadelphia. So Brandon Jennings, Jennings went 10th. Yeah, oh. Jennings fell out because he went and played yeah. overseas. Exactly. Yeah. Milwaukee grabbed yeah. him that time. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Good shit. So, uh, DB, next question is for you. Um, so this is um, all kind of current players. But you got to tell me who uh, has had the most seasons in the NBA out of these guys. Okay. DeMar DeRozan. James Johnson, Michael Beasley, Evan Turner. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Uh, Marge Rosen, James Johnson, Michael Beasley, Evan Turner. You remember you know when Demar funny? got drafted? I don't. You know what's funny? No? I can't. I can't imagine a single one of these guys' draft classes right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Demar Rosen. I don't think DeRozan it's Demar Rosen. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, Jordan went what? What year did he go? <laughs> he went 09 when we graduated. I remember that. Okay. The Raptors, right? Yeah. Okay. Grad 09, baby. Grad 09. Um, <laughs> so now you try to reference how, how much older are these guys and did they go to college? James Johnson, Michael Beasley, Evan Turner. I don't think it's Evan, Evan Turner. Evan Turner was, Evan Turner was, a, I think, a couple years earlier than, no, later than, yeah, later than, uh, later than DeMar, maybe two years later than DeMar. No, one year later than DeMar. That's what I feel like. Uh, who are the other two choices? I'm going to try to do this quick. James Johnson, Michael Beasley. I feel like Michael Beasley is a little trick answer there. I want to say it's Beasley for some reason, but he was like, what about him being cut from the league a few times? Exactly. And yeah. going to the D league and all that crap. Does that count? Or is it full tenure? You know what I mean? That's a hard one. Seasons, seasons played in the NBA. So I, I don't think it'll be Beasley then. Uh, I guess let's go with James Johnson. I don't know. Seems like an older right. guy, but I don't, I don't think it's true. Yeah. I don't think it's right. What so is it's not game? James Johnson. So Michael Beasley actually has the least. He has eight seasons. James Johnson and DeMar both have nine, and Evan Turner has ten. Uh, so I was yeah. wrong. It was one year before then. Might have been one year before. Dope. Okay. I, I, thought, these, I thought these questions – Hey. Go ahead, Brad. I was, I was just going to say, like, I, th- I didn't know if these questions were going to be too hard or too easy or what. So, yeah. Okay. Good one. Faraz, next question. Who has the most career points? Dwight Howard, Steph Curry, Dame Lillard, Kyrie Irving. Career Ooh. points scored. Total career points? Total career points scored. Dwight, Steph, Kyrie. And uh, Dame. Talk it out. What are you thinking? Dwight. Straight up, that's your answer. It's about yo. Know, how many years have they been in the league, man? And try to average he's been in the league. He's he's been in the league the longest. But also think of Steph's five playoff finals or playoff or NBA finals as well. Because playoff points count too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Career Dwight. Points. But Dwight was like in the playoffs for like whatever five years with Orlando, right? Like, yeah, but he fell he off after the finals every time. Second round. He went to the finals twice at least. Once with the Lakers and once with um, Philly. Or sorry, yeah, but he's, Orlando, Orlando. But, he's, but yeah. he's been in the league six years longer. He got, he got drafted the year after LeBron. He went number one after yeah. LeBron, 04. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right out sorry, of 05. 05, yeah. So what's your choice? That's tough. Dame. It's not Dame. It can't be Dame. How, how many years not was Dame, Dame in the league? It's Eight years. Dame. He was, he was 2012, yeah. 2013, I think. Something like that. Yep, yep. Wow. Oh. It's not Kyrie. It's Steph or Dwight. I'm going to go with Dwight. Ding, ding. First right answer. (laughs) Dwight Howard. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Good job. Um, Cool. Back to Chris. This is going to just apply to playoff. Okay. So who has more career playoff games? Games played in the playoffs. Steph Curry. Reggie Miller. Ray Allen, Manu Ginobili. Ooh. Steph Curry, Reggie Miller. It's not Ray Allen. Allen. It's not Ray Allen. 
Okay. Steph. Who else? Reggie. Steph. Manu. Let's go with Manu. 100%. Yeah. Kind of answer? Yeah. Yeah, it's Manu. Yeah. So Brandon the next Walker, close. Right? Yeah. yeah, he has uh, 3,054 playoff games. Fucking boss. Dude, they didn't miss the playoffs, man. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Steph, Steph <laughs> has 29,068. So he'll. He, 2,900. Uh, yeah. 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 Sorry. 29,000. Oh, good shit. So Fraz has a point. Chris has a point. DB, it's your time to try uh, grab a point. So. Who's had a longer career? So this is not seasons in the NBA, but this is a longer career. So like earlier questions. So, um, you know, like for instance, you're talking about Michael Beasley, right? That was seasons in the NBA, but for him, his career played would be like, you know, 06 to 2020, right? Okay, okay. Something like that, right? Okay. So um, first is Grant Hill. Chauncey Billups, Scotty Pippen, Joe Johnson. Longer career in the NBA. I feel like it's got to be Scotty Pippen left. He came back, um, played for yeah, a little Pippen bit. Played he, for he, a while. Yeah, Pippen like, yeah, Pippen. I think like retired. What like? I don't even know. Two thousand like six, maybe again. So, did he sign back-to-back like, long contracts? Or something like that? I feel like it's okay. So it's Pippen, uh, Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson had a pretty pretty long career too. Uh, Grant Hill did for a little well. while. Grant Hill did as well. And again, like because you had to add that caveat of uh, you know injuries and whatnot, it does exactly. Know, yeah, it points to Grant Hill a little bit there because he did have the poor guy had some some pretty breaks in his. Uh, uh, in, in, in his career, so maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's the tr- that's the trick there. So, and who was the first one on that list? Was uh, so it was right? Grant Hill, Chauncey Billups, Scotty Pippen, Joe Johnson. I think it's either Grant Hill or Scotty. Okay. Uh, and because hmm, it's a hard one. Maybe Scotty was put in there on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man, you just don't know. That's a hard one. That's a that's yeah. the way you you added that fucking thing at the beginning. It's throwing me off right now. I was doing it with Scotty, and now it's throwing me off. Yeah. Making me, what do you guys think? Can I ask the audience a little help here? I think it's, well, I, think it's I think it's Grant. Have what you thought about Chauncey think? yet? Cha- Chauncey was there from '03 or like earlier than that because he won the one with Detroit, didn't he? No, yeah. Chauncey was yeah. drafted in like '97, I think. I know, but he won with Detroit in 03, right? That's the first yeah. time I know. Knew of yeah, him. yeah, yeah. And he played, I think, until like 20, like 12, no, like 2012 to 2014 in that range. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's a lot of years too. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think, but I think Grant, I, I would, I think Grant Hill has what? Because he played in Phoenix with like Steve Nash and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but what year was that? That was from like, oh, like six to like, 2011, 10, maybe? I can't remember. 10. Okay, so let's say it was 2010. I think he would have retired by 2010, for sure. And Pippen probably retired in, like, 2006. They were drafted, like, five years probably apart. I think. I don't know. 
That's a really close one, man. I'm going to go yeah. with – that's a hard one. I'm going to go with Pippen just because he's my favorite player. I just got to <laughs> just go with him. Lock it in. Final. Okay. Okay. So – I'll tell you that Joe Johnson and Chauncey Billups both have 17 years as a career. Wow. Wow. Scotty Pippen also 17 years. So wow. Grand Hill has 18 years career. So I've made them <laughs> all close, so obviously. Close. Yeah. But I tried to make players that, yeah, kind of go under the radar and just guys you kind of forget about, right? Grand Hill and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So this one, um, for us is kind of a little bit different. I didn't have the point system in mind when I created these questions. So um, oh, this good. is a three, a three part question for you and you have to get all three right to get the point. Okay. <laughs> sure. So, so this is a, again, I have to put another uh, asterisk on this because this is in reference to the player's height, but it's their listed height. Okay. So I can't, okay. I wasn't there with the tape measure. I don't know. Okay. But <laughs> you have to tell me who's taller and it, you don't have to give me the heights, but you just got to tell me who's taller. Okay. Okay. Clay Thompson or Terrence Ross? Terrence Ross. Yeah. You want to take a stab a at the heights or no? It was a trick. Six, it's six eight, six seven. One less. Six six for Clay, six seven, seven for Ross. That's what oh, it's listed okay. at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh Dario Sarich, Tristan Thompson. Uh, Tristan Thompson is taller. Tristan Thompson, six foot nine. Dario Saric, six ten. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. Last one just the other for, way. Yeah, last one just for fun. Austin Rivers or Derek Rose? Ooh. Austin's, <laughs> listed, at, Austin's listed at six four. I'm pretty sure. Okay. D Rose is what, six three? I'm trying to remember 2K, man. I'm trying to remember what. <laughs> yeah. Remember, so. remember the reason I did this because remember they did all those uh, like updated heights and shit. Yeah, they changed them. That's why I did this. The question, yeah. So this is their new one. I'm gonna say, you know what, Derek Rose is taller, man. Derek Rose six foot three. Austin Rivers six foot four. Six four. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so you should have trusted your you should have trusted your gut, but you ended Good up gut. getting one one for three. So. What was the total points there? Faraz has one point. Chris has one point. DB has zero. Yeah, so one. DB has one. Oh, no, DB got zero. Oh, no, DB is zero. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, DB got yeah, zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. Let's try to do that every uh, every time. That was fun. And then we'll we'll try to come up with some sort of uh, thing. Why don't we do uh, Why don't we do that? This is a good idea, I think. But why don't we do each week? One of us comes up with two or three questions for the rest of us. Okay. So then we all we're all in the point system. So you could join all that way. And we'll yeah, all have like the actual competition. And then we'll like add okay. it up for like a month or whatever. That'd be pretty cool. I'm down. I'm down. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, cool. I'm very down. Yeah. Good stuff. Um all right. DB, did you want to go through some of your quick hitters, some of your takeaways from uh the games? Uh I think I had my rant already. I that was yeah, like okay. my I think that was my yeah. main thing. I don't know. I yeah, no, not really. Let's uh, good? let's get into some basketball, guys. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, I'll just close off with the New Year's resolution. I don't know if you guys went through it, but just to kind of explain what I was thinking was like, um, I was just kind of thinking about goal setting for myself for the new year, like we all kind of do. Um, and I was like, okay, what are what are these NBA players going to write for their New Year's resolution? And then I was like, what should it be? You know, we're always talking shit, obviously, about what these players should do and whatnot. Um, well, my New Year's resolution is for Giannis, and his is uh, to be demand a trade to go to Portland and team up with Dame. 
And I think that's the only way that, um, not the only way, but I think that would be a very good way for him to win a championship. Uh, Portland's got an, a lot of pieces that could come back. Um, but like I was kind of saying earlier, I don't think Giannis can be a 1A win a championship type player. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Did you guys uh, kind of think of this one? It was kind of a weird question that I threw out to you guys. I don't know if it's the similar to resolution, but I think Memphis should pray for an ankle donation for John Morat. <laughs> okay. Um, three to five. Like if you want to be in a playoff push, three to five weeks being out is a lot of games and they have zero help around them. I don't think Tyus Jones or Dylan Brooks will yeah. improve or like at least hold hold court on that backcourt. So, and then JV and Kyle Anderson are can give you 20 a night or can give you zero. So I think mm-hmm. they really need to find an ankle for Morant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DV? Yeah, uh, I, I think mine would be for, I'm just gonna make it up on the spot, Ben Simmons. Like Get out on the three-point line and take some threes, man. Just yeah. practice. Right now, you can't go out. You can't party. It's COVID time. Just get in the gym and <laughs> shoot those threes, man. Yeah. If that guy could shoot threes on top of what he could do, he, he'll he be great for sure. He'll be great. That team would be great. Um, and it's all in his head, I think, right? It's just all mental, man. Like, he knows how to shoot basketball. It's just mental. Yeah. Faraz, mm-hmm. did, you, uh, did you able to come up with one? It's the same. Mine's the same as last year. What I've been hoping for, man. I hope Jimmy Jimmy comes out from the injury and kind of takes more of a uh, a scoring role on that team. Uh, I know I know that he's not. A lot of people say he's not that player, but I think he needs to change and become a little bit more that player. Nice, that's yeah. a good one. So you think Jimmy should. They're not. Jimmy needs to shoot more. Jimmy needs to mm-hmm. just take the ball in his hand sometimes and just. And I I honestly think he needs to work on his shot a little bit and kind mm-hmm. of improve that form. Right. Well, and the thing too with getting more shots up is like you stay in rhythm more, right? So it's not necessarily like he has a bad shot, but like last time he mm-hmm. took a jump shot was like last quarter, which in yeah. real time is probably like 32 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, anything else, uh, guys, before we uh, head off into the New Year's Eve? I got one more thing to say. Uh, <laughs> all my predictions from the first couple episodes have been wrong. I suck. <laughs> I know nothing about basketball. <laughs> I did say that the I did say that Westbrook was going to come to the Wizards and change that. To <laughs> and they're going to be a playoff team. I, I honestly feel like the Chuck of the group right now, Matt. Dude, they're only <laughs> on four, man. It's okay. It's okay. It's the beginning. It's the start. Those guys got three triple doubles on three consecutive starts, and they keep losing. So I mean, and three losses. Maybe, yeah. maybe the Wizards are a lost cause. I don't know, man. Cavs, Cavs were like three and zero for a while. That didn't make sense. I think everybody's just settling in. I think things will obviously uh, kind of balance out. That's funny, but yeah, New Year's Eve tonight is going to be a fucking rowdy COVID New Year's Eve. Um, and then next time we talk, it will be the New Year. There will be lots more games played to kind of chat about, see what the big matchups are. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming by, boys. Thanks. Make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram at Hoop Session. Subscribe, all that good stuff. Thanks for stopping by to sesh with us. If you like what we're doing, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell your neighbor, tell your dog. Peace.